This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 7.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. Up next, have you thought about Kada for your next holiday? Because we have some ideas for a visit there for all sorts of interests. This segment is brought to you by Tourism Malaysia. And I have to confess... Rather shamefacedly, really, because the only part of Kedah I've truly been to is Langkawi. Um, so I'm one of those people that would probably benefit a lot from hearing the ideas that are going to come up. Are you familiar with what you can do in Kedah for a holiday? Well, not so much for a holiday, but I, I have been to the Ulumuda Forest Reserve and Shamala. It was life transforming. I saw elephants in the wild. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is something you can't imagine. I've watched nature documentaries all my life, but to see something as magnificent as a, a herd of elephants in the wild. Um, yeah. Something I rec- recommend to everybody. But of course, uh, the Ulumuda Forest Reserve has to be preserved for that beauty to remain. Yes. So I think this is the thing, right? We we know about the different states. We might often know about uh, nominal things that you can do in different parts of our country. But when you tell me Kedah or, um, you know, some other state that I hadn't been to, I'm not sure that I would... I don't think I even immediately thought of Ulumuda until you brought it up. Um, literally, when you tell me Kedah, I think of Langkawi. And that's my fault for being a total... Well, KL person. Now, and also the success of the Lada Development Agency for promoting Langkawi as a destination. But it's, it does seem that in some ways that Langkawi stands on its own. It, it is its own thing. Uh, Kada seems to be, you know, uh, not as romanticized, I think, as uh, Langkawi is or promoted more, you know, more precisely. So we're going to uh, spend the rest of the show today uh, talking about Kedah and the various things that you can do there if you head there for a holiday. Uh, let us know, uh, have you visited Kedah? What are some of your favourite things to do there? You can call us, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be joined by Naj Arifin, tourism consultant, as well as heritage and gastronomy historian so keep it here on the evening edition bfm 89.9 bole for malaysia ha bfm 89.9 the business station it's seven eleven. You're listening to the evening edition with Sharmila and Sharad, and we are talking about things to do in Kedah for a holiday, no matter what your interests or travel style are. Uh, and uh, let us know: Have you been to Kedah? What are some of your favorite things to do there? You can call us, you can WhatsApp us, you can send us a voice note, you can tweet us. Joining us now on the line is Naj Arifin, tourism consultant as well as heritage and gastronomy historian. Naj, always good to have you with us. Thank you. Glad to be here. So to start off, if you had to summarize Kedah in three words, what would they be? Okay, uh, that's a bit tough because there's so many things in Kedah, but uh, I would say ancient, contemporary kingdom. And why <laughs> do I say that? Okay, ancient, because Kedah is ancient. The history of Kedah spans well, well over 2,000 years of recorded history and uh, you can even see that with your own eyes at the Sungai Batu archaeological complex. So that's ancient. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, has, uh, it has its roots with the, uh, with the same time lapse or time span, sorry, 
as um, ancient Rome and uh, China and, of course, India as well. So that's ancient. And yet it is contemporary. Kedah is a fully, fully functioning Malaysian modern state. And it is still a kingdom with a sultanate that has gone in an unbroken line for well over 1,200 years. There you go. So, of course, Kedah is a holiday destination uh... At, well, as a holiday destination, it's often overshadowed by one specific part of it, Langkawi. So beyond yes. the island, yeah, what are the main draws of Kedah beyond Langkawi? Now, there are some things in uh, Kedah that Langkawi doesn't have, and many people don't know that. Now, um, I think it's not because of a lack of trying to publicize. Actually, there are lots of brochures, there are lots of articles and you know, publicity materials. Um, I would say it's just that Malaysians don't read. You know, and they, they, they don't open up their minds to, you know, really get to know something new other than what is already, you know, uh, very popular, especially on social media. Now, Kedah has, um, uh, has mountains, it has forests, it has um, cuisine that uh, Langkawi doesn't have. You know, it has a lot of other things, which if you just open your eyes, if you open your mind, if you open your, your, um, uh, your feet a little bit, Towards and in fact, Kedah is even closer than Langkawi. You don't have to go over the sea. You don't have to fly uh, fly all the way uh, to Kua, and you're already in Kedah. So there are you know, there's a lot of other things that uh, we'll we'll be talking about that soon. So let's hone in on different sorts of travelers, right? Because Kedah yes. does have a long and rich heritage, as you said. Yes. What are some things we can do do there to learn about and engage with history and culture? That's a very good question. One of the things that uh, Kedah has, which no other place in Southeast Asia has, is the Sungai Batu Archaeological Complex. Now, what is that? It is an excavated area where archaeologists from, from uh, University Science Malaysia, as well as uh, archaeologists from all around the world, have converged there to, uh, and they have found an ancient complex that, um, uh, that, the, the stones and the, um, the bricks still remain. And uh, it was once a great trading center as well as, a, you, you'll find this unbelievable, unbelievable, an iron smelting and iron exporting center. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it was really mind-boggling when even I went to see it. Oh, and, wow, and that sounds about fascinating. It. Yes, and are, you can you actually refer- see I, that. Right, are you referring to the Bujang Valley? I mean, part of the kind of ah. like... Hindu right. past of uh, Kedah? Very good, yes. Okay, uh, it is part of the Bujang Valley, but the Bujang Valley uh, is already well known. And yes, exactly as you said, there are Hindu and Buddhist remains there. Wonderful, you can visit that at Pengkalan Bujang. Yeah, remember that, Pengkalan Bujang. Um, it's open, it's always been open for visitors and they've upgraded it now uh, with um, a good pathway and everything. You can see the old temples uh, or the remains of the old temples. Of course, they're uh, hundreds and hundreds of years old, but Sungai Batu is even more, uh, even more uh, fantastic because it is older than Bujang. And uh, for example, the the oldest dating so far that has been confirmed is 788 BC. Okay, 788 BC. Now there are some controversies regarding that date because there was only one sample that was dated that, to that site, but that dating is correct. It is confirmed. But um, even if you don't accept that particular date of 788 BC, the other dates that have been confirmed by international laboratories of the samples found on site date to about the 5th 
and six centuries BC. So it's still very, very old, more than 2,500 years old, and it is open to visitors. So it's you know it's something that the whole family can go to and see something that uh, you can you can actually touch with your hands, just like you can touch uh, Borobudur in Java or Angkor Wat in um, Cambodia. However, this is more than 1,000 years older than the other two. Yeah, we're just talking about boomers. <laughs> this is so, in, in terms of antiquities, fascinating stuff. We do have a message from a listener, Poon, who's recommending the Paddy Museum in Kedah. Are there specific yeah. museums that you would recommend, especially ones that the whole family can visit? Yes, certainly. The Paddy Museum is one of them where you can learn about uh, the how Paddy, uh, the history of Paddy, uh, the scientific history of it and uh, where it was uh, cultivated, how it was cultivated and how the paddy was traditionally um, uh, harvested uh, and dehusked and so on. That's, that's a very good museum. Um, and uh, the Kedah State Museum is another one at Alor Star, which is also worth a visit for the whole family. And uh, as I mentioned, the uh, Sungai Batu Archaeological Complex is an open-air museum in itself. Now, what I would like to suggest when you visit any of these museums is that um, contact them beforehand and uh, you know just pay a few more ringgit to get an, a guide with you. Then uh, the guide will be able to... These are trained guides. They're not just any guides. These are trained in-house guides and they can give you a very proper um, narrative of uh, what you see instead of just seeing and, and attempting to read everything. yeah. So that's uh, one advice that I would give to visit these museums. Now, speaking of history, architecture is, of course, one way to directly engage with it. It also, of course, looks great in pictures for posting on Instagram. What are some historic landmarks or sites that we shouldn't miss when we're in Kedah? Okay, now when you're in Kedah proper, especially the capital, Alostar, it's, uh, it's a royal town, a royal city, and um, you can see the various, uh, there, are, there are several palaces, some are, of course, uh, lived in and some are still in uh, restoration because they're not lived in uh, or haven't been lived in for a long time. And uh, besides that, uh, there's the beautiful state mosque, uh, Masjid Zahir, which is an architectural gem. It's really a beautiful example of uh, Mughal-style architecture that has been adopted in uh, Malaysia, or at that time, of course, Malaya, way back in the late um, uh, uh, 19th century. And um, it was... Uh, uh, designed in, in such a way that, you know, you feel as if you're in Mughal, India, but this is right here in Kedah, a beautiful mosque to visit. And just across the road from that is the um, Balai Besar. And the Balai Besar is a royal hall, true to its name, uh, the Balai Besar Diraja. And it's a royal hall which was originally built in the 18th century. Unfortunately, the original one was destroyed during a Siamese invasion, and it has been rebuilt, uh, in fact, twice, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, the current one is uh, a beautiful example of a mix of Kedah architecture and colonial architecture as well. So these are just a few samples. And when you go to the little towns, uh, well, not uh, Sungai Patani, for example, is no longer little. It used to be when I was young. But um, now it's, it's in fact, uh, bigger than Alostar. But there is an old city centre to it where you can still see the old colonial era shop houses, uh, the same thing with uh, Kulim or Bukit Pratajam. You know, just go to these places and you'll find the old Kopitiams. You know, wonderful places to just, just hang out, have a coffee. Uh, and Kedah has its own coffee, as you know. They, they, they do grow their own coffee in Kedah. 
Now, Gino, uh, Shamila and I were just talking about the Ulumuda Forest Reserve, which I visited, ah, and which, you know, yes. I was very fortunate to see uh, elephants yes, in the wild. Yes, the elephants. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. tell us about, you know, what Kadar offers to nature lovers and what's unique about Kadar's landscape. Okay, one good thing about Kadar is that um, it is not a highly industrialized state, okay? And, uh, you know, Sometimes we, in our modern way of thinking, we think that, you know, industrialized is good. But actually, you know, well, there, are, there are places where, okay, you industrialize and that becomes the industrialized part. But Kedah is still pristine. It is not highly industrialized except the parts nearer to Penang. And let's just leave it at that. The rest of Kedah, let it remain pristine, like you said, Ulumuda. And also like, uh, for example, in, in fact, every district in Kedah has its own part of the forest reserve. Okay, they each have their own forest reserves. And uh, for example, uh, there's uh, Sungai Sedim Forest Reserve, which not many people know, but it has one of the longest canopy walks in the world at 950 meters. Can you imagine that? That's right in Kedah. And uh, this canopy walk will take you just like other canopy walks around the world. There's one in Frim in uh, Slangor as well. But this one is is about four times longer than that. And uh, again, if you have a nature guide with you, you know they can show you the birds, they can show you the insects, they can show you uh, the special trees that grow there. And um, so that's another thing that Kedah offers, which um, not many other states have the same kind of thing. Like you mentioned also Ulubuda, where they, you, if you're lucky, you can see the elephants um, and so on. And uh, I must mention the Jirai Geopark, Gunung Jirai Geopark. Now, that is a wonderful new addition, which um, is part of the conservation process of uh, getting uh, Kedah to be more sustainable in terms of its uh, natural offerings. So the Jirai Geopark is a park that has been scientifically identified as having so many spots where there are remains of uh, geological formations going back 550 million years. And uh, these are conserved as part of the Jirai Geopark um, uh, complex. And uh, it begins, of course, at the Gunung Jirai itself and goes all the way down to the coast of Yan. It covers two districts, Sungai Muda and Yan. And again, um, you can have packages uh, for tours that go around these places. And uh, if you're in a family, you can teach your, your, your children, can learn about the geological formations that make up um, not just Kedah, but they also represent parts of uh, the geology geology of Southeast Asia. Speaking of Jirai, actually, we do have a WhatsApp from Elaine who says, how I wish I could visit Gunung Jirai one day to see the sunrise. Um, I was just curious, Naj, whether you've done that. Have you seen the sunrise over Gunung Jirai? Yes. Oh, that is, well, both the, um, uh, actually, sunrise and sunset. Okay. Now, the good thing is that sunrise, you see it over the distant mountains on uh, the uh, uh, the eastern side. Okay, that's sunrise, obviously. And then, um, if you're on, um, you're there in the evening. Then you see it set over the Andaman Sea. You know, so you know it, it's it goes both ways. It's wonderful. You should go there. There is a resort on the top of the mountain, and um, uh, that's one of the places that uh, you should visit when you go to Kedah. Yes, the sunrise and sunsets. Now, no conversation about any place in Malaysia would be. Com- would be complete without a discussion about food. And oh, we yes. know that's one of your areas of specialty. So tell us 
you said earlier that the, you know what Kada as opposed to Langkawi has to offer uh, often comes in the form of food. Tell us about the food culture in, in Kada. What's unique about it, and what are the must-try dishes? Okay, now when you go to Kada, the first thing you should try is laksa Kada. Okay, and now what's the difference between laksa Kada and other laksas? Okay, laksa Kada is um, um, in in a way. Uh, it's watery on the surface, but it's, it's thick belief. It, it's a bit, it's a bit unusual. You know, it's it's it looks watery on the surface, but uh, when you put your your spoon inside, you find wow, actually it's it's very thick underneath, and to a certain extent, it reflects the paddy fields. Where when you when you go to the paddy fields and uh, you you look at the surface as the uh, paddy is growing, you see it's wonderfully you know, serene, and the water is very, very um, uh, clear. But then when you put your foot in, the clada comes out, you know. And actually, it's the clada um, of the uh, the paddy fields that gives nutrition to the paddy. So it's the same with the laksakada, where when, when it's presented to you in the plate, it looks very uh, watery, but then you put your, your spoon in and out comes the lovely fish, um, the bits and pieces and the spices um, and all that. So, so that's laksa kada. And there are several versions or several places where you can find it. For example, uh, laksa telok kecai, uh, laksa telok wanja, and, and so on. So there are various places around kada, especially towards the the western side, towards the coast. There's, there's a lot more. And um, in terms of uh, other dishes, there's also, for example, gulai Gulai batang pisang, which is a bit rare, you know, you you might need to uh, to do a little homework uh, because even when I go, sometimes the place that uh, I thought had it, oh, they said, oh, today we don't have it because the, the cook is on holiday, something like that. And uh, but uh, it's one of those gulai, which is a, a kind of Malay curry kind of thing, and uh, gulai batang pisang is uh, something quite unique to Kedah and a little bit rare. And you also have kueh, you know, also all sorts of uh, kueh, which of course you find all around Malaysia. But there are two or three kueh which are a bit more uh, prevalent in Kedah and less prevalent elsewhere. For example, uh, kueh kasida, which is a kind of uh, a custard-like kueh. Uh, and of course, there are variations of it, but it's a bit like a custard kind of thing. It has some Arabic influences on, uh, on this kueh. And um, it's it's just a lovely, lovely kind of dessert that you have after you've had your laksa or your uh, nasi and uh, uh, gulai and so on. And uh, for snacks with coffee, I would definitely go for kueh uh, bunga puda, kueh uh, bunga puda, which is a kind of a crispy, biscuity kind of kueh. And uh, again, it's a bit rare, but you will find it in Kedah. You just ask around, and you know someone will point it out. Will point out a place which shell which sells. The kueh bunga puda, which is just lovely with the kada coffee. Naj, I am so hungry right now. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> but we have um, about a minute and a half left. Oh, okay. If you were planning the ideal kada holiday itinerary, what would you do? Okay. Um, uh, let's have a minimum of three days, two nights. And uh, somewhere in there, it doesn't have to be in this order, but somewhere in there, you go for a guided tour of the archaeological sites. That's Lepa Bujang, Bangkalan Bujang, and of course, Sungai Batu Archaeological Complex. You know, and, and that's a family thing. Or even just a you know, group of youngsters, or even a group of um, older people. You know, you want to go for a, uh, a little tour with, um, in your 
uh, in your group, it's, it's fine. It's in not Kadar. too taxing. God forbid. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, so that's uh, on one day. Okay. And then um, uh, on another day, you can go to the uh, islands. Okay. The, there are a group of islands just off the coast of Yan, Kedah, where they have day tours, island hopping tours. There's Pulau Songsong, Pulau Telur, Pulau Bidan. And uh, of course, if you're younger, you can go camping there overnight. Uh, you know, again, take a guide with you and um, they can help you with uh, setting up the, uh, the camp. I mean, take, you can take a, an overnight package tour there if you like, if you don't want to, to do it on your own. Um, and then um, on the third day, that's where you can go uh, food um, food hopping and uh, museum hopping as well. Because Kedah, the good thing is that it's not too big. You can um, you can quite easily drive from one town to another. Things are pretty much about uh, at most uh, one to one and a half hours at most. Most towns are just within about 45 minutes of each other. You know, Kulim, Bukit Pertajam, or Sungai Sedim, or Sungai Petani, Yan, and Alustar. Naj, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Most welcome. That was Naj Arifin, tourism consultant as well as heritage and gastronomy historian, speaking to us about all the different things you can do in Kedah. Send your ideas through as well. We'd love to hear them. And you've been listening to the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.